You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Warren Keegan. We've waited until the day before the podcast, but... Why, I was, you, why do we need to? Why do you need to bring that up? What, what do you see? Is, uh, first of all, speak in full sentences. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> so <clears throat> when we book our guests, mm-hmm. we usually which I do very well. Which you do? You de- no, I mean like present company, extremely included. Extremely included. <laughs> you, really you're, you're like you try to always, talk in front of the guests. <laughs> you try to always bring us the the best the guests best. of Montreal, all across Montreal. Cream of the crop, baby. Talented artists all over. We've had musicians, wrestlers, comedians, all kinds of people. all that stuff. But <clears throat> we also often, I feel recently. Have been letting it go to like the last possible day before we get. That's been my mo for like years, <laughs> yeah. years on hundred, hundred, hundred. What are you talking about? Twenty episodes. Like, here's how. Here's how I booked this show. Okay, we get peel we, back they, the curtain for they, the listeners. They come out about once every two weeks. The they Thursday, come out exactly <laughs> once every two. Weeks. Come out about every two weeks, I think. <laughs> Keith calls me the week before yep. that it's supposed to. You know the air air date. Yeah, he's like, we got to get this done. Yeah, and I'm like, when? You're He's like, Jesus Christ, Walter. It's the same schedule we've been doing for the last five years. Seriously, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Man. Then you're like, text me on Sunday, but I'm like, why can't? <laughs> why I'm like, can't you remind me in four days from now? <laughs> anyway, it's a great process. It's an efficient process, and it leads us to have great guests, such as today's uh, today's guest, uh, Shane Murphy. Shane Murphy. Hey. Hey, Shane Murphy. Hey, uh, was that fun watching you watching us bicker like that? That it's, was, uh, yeah, it was like a, it was an old married couple. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's the vibe the we go for. the Walter bicker hour. <laughs> Shane Murphy, good to have you here. Very nice to be here. Long time fixture of the Montreal music scene. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm becoming <laughs> known as. Fixture. A fixture. <laughs> fixture. I'm like a doorknob. I'm like a, uh, I'm like an old lamp in the corner. Are when lamps, did, when, are when lamps did, considered fixtures? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think yeah, sure. I uh, I know I'm becoming a, a long time fixture when I when I meet dudes that are younger than me that are married, and I'm like, "You married? What are you doing with that that <laughs> ring on? You're much too young to be to be married." And now I look at my hand; I'm just going to be an old maid with cats in my <laughs> yeah, apartment so in Outremont. Do you have any cats now? I've got uh, 14 cats actually. Really? Yeah, none of which are fixed. I just let them. And then you're gonna have a lot more. I soon. just let them do their thing. You, <laughs> you know? do not have 14 cats. I have 14 cats. Okay, yeah. and right. I'm allergic, but I like scratching, so that's good. I just <laughs> sit at home and I just I don't know what dig what, away. I, just <laughs> 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 uh, I was gonna say when when did you get started? Because I feel I feel like you were you were around and performing when I was in college, which yep. was like 16 years ago. So, oh yeah, yeah. So no, like, I've been uh, I've been performing. Uh, been earning my living playing music now. I was thinking about it um, for for it's been it's my twentieth my twenty twentieth anniversary. I started like my first. Well, I did. Yeah, let's just say when I really started right. so was, digging, was I made a conscious choice to. I mean, I always had like you know side jobs as as musicians or artists do, but. Um, was that way back when? Was that with the Shane Murphy Not, trio, or well, were you yeah, like, so or before that? Or? I always tell this story, and it's and it's and it's there's a there's a guy in Montreal who knows exactly what I'm talking about, and he rolls his eyes and cringes every time I bring up the story. But <laughs> high school, right? We had a band, and it was my dream to play the talent play talent night. Okay, <laughs> but the drummer and I were butting heads. Long story short, we break, drummer breaks up the band. A high school band. High school band. Okay. High school bands, I feel, have like the grade 11, grade. secondary 5. And, and funnily enough, the band gets reformed like two weeks later, mm-hmm. but I'm not in the band. Oh, shit. Right? So it was there. very, it was, you know, Machiavellian, and he, he made his moves, and, uh, you know. He peep bested you there. Yeah, he peep bested yeah. me, yeah. And so <laughs> what happened was he ended up. He ended up doing like they auditioned for the talent night. I know this sounds really like a bad Doctor Phil episode, but 
so we formed the band and I ended up, I was doing a lot of like, I was like enjoyed emceeing stuff. So I ended up having to emcee <laughs> the talent, the talent show you to bring these guys on. And I had to introduce my old band mm-hmm. and I was like, how can I, how can I make it so that never happens again? And I said, well, if I call something a Shane Murphy something or I start performing under my own name, I swear to God. And so my first band was called Murph and the Belltones. And I, was, <laughs> I was listening to a lot of doo-wop then. And, and my, the Belltones, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. And then, and then it was, I think, uh, I did a show at a place called The Crossroads when I was, was 21. And that was the first gig I did as Shane Murphy. So I know this is a long, drawn out answer to your question, but <laughs> yeah, so that's when I started playing as Shane Murphy or I started playing, like earning my dough and vice versa, right. vice versa, you know? So yeah. I, I came, I became sort of familiar with, with the, with the legend of Shane Murphy when I, <laughs> when I, when I moved to NDG. Mm-hmm. And, you know, living in the East End, I wasn't overly, familiar familiar with you or, or the stuff you did but then like you know i think you know i would come to a pub every once in a while and maybe see you like at uh honeys honeys or yeah. well no see like honeys wasn't really a spot i would hit before i moved out to the to the ndg mm-hmm. so but but then I'd, I w- I'd start going to honeys and stuff and i got to know other people who knew you and stuff and yeah. then strangely i actually met your mom before <laughs> i met you years ago <laughs> Years Where? ago at the wheel at the club. The wheel club, yeah, sure. At the wheel club and yeah. I and you know, I would always chat up chat up the people there. Fine, you go fine. Monday Monday nights? It might have been a Monday night, but I also used to put on comedy shows there, okay. uh, like seasonally or one, just around Christmas. And uh, yeah, and and I and this lady started chatting me up one night, and like my son and oh, albums yeah, and yeah. music. And my son, and my I, son. And I was yeah. like, uh, so yeah, so she seemed nice. Yeah, no, I think I think that might have been the year that you were at. I think you because you were at Oceaga, what like three four years ago. 2010, I did Oshiaga. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. so that's a while back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it just uh, I've played. Every, you know, I mean, Montreal. I've played pretty much every place in the West End, and it's, I'm, you know, I've been fortunate enough to 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 make a living playing music, and you know, you just. Uh, the, the years start to, to blur into one another. Is that the part of you came up? Is, I grew up in uh, I grew up in Verdun. Oh, okay, and uh, unfortunately, pre pre gentrification. So I grew up in <laughs> in rough real Verdun. Verdun. <laughs> well, it was just yeah, and everyone everyone's like, why do you say unfortunately? It's like, well, you know, you didn't grow up in Verdun in the eighties, so you don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I just got like uh, yeah, just uh, just scrapping all the time, getting the shit knocked out of me. <laughs> Back in the day, you know, yeah. Before, I don't think kids you know, get. I don't think kids get beat kids up. Don't, I was about to say they don't get beat no, up anymore. No, you know, like, like when you when you you know if an older kid said, "Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up?" You shut the fuck up, or else you get you get a blast yeah. in the face. Um, and then I moved to NDG when I was uh, when I was like fourteen, and then yeah, so it was pretty much West End kid, Verdun, a lot of family in Point St. Charles, yeah. spent some time there, um, and. Uh, yeah, just and my cousin gave me my my guitar, gave me a guitar when I was ten, and I didn't play it for a couple of years. And he said, "You better play it." And I started playing. Or it'll beat you up. Was, yeah. No, no then I got <laughs> I got absorbed into the Murphy Family Band, based out of based out of Point St. Charles, called the Ropes. Okay. Because they were uh, big uh, big boxing fans. What they called you know so they were always on the ropes, so. and uh, started playing bass in the Family Band, and uh, did a lot of crazy. Crazy show. Some of my my most fondest memories of playing music. Uh, how, playing. So, like, how old were you when you were on so stage? I'm like sixteen, like Point Saint Charles, seventeen. Oh, we're playing not just <laughs> not the point. We we played we play like parties at the point or okay. we play Station Ten. I remember playing Station Ten. I don't know if you guys remember Station Ten. No, that was like a big, um, like on Saint Catherine. You know where Diana Tavern is? Yeah, Diana's case, so yeah. right around there. Okay. And uh, anyway, so was just uh, was. Those were those were great years, you know, playing with my so, cousins and getting me into like showing me who the replacements were, and, <laughs> you know, all these Husker do and you know. That's cool. So yeah. was it the first time you were on stage? Was that was that with the family band or was it with your high school band or the first time I ever was on stage? It was it was a high school thing. Okay. Yeah, and and it was so bad the drummer got up and walked out like got was up. Was it the and same drummer the from before? No, <laughs> different drummer. I was like, you have a I'm bad a history. Final tap. Yeah, a lot of temperamental. Drummer yeah, there. <laughs> well, maybe it's me. It's probably me. Maybe no, I'm just an asshole. Drummers. 
only to drummers. It was so bad that he got up and 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 we're in you know it's a, it's a high school thing, so you're in front of like 500 people. Yeah. And he literally got up and walked off the stage, and but it was, was me like, and a bass player looking at each other. Was he bad stumbling too? Through. What was he bad also, or was he, or were you guys just like dragging him down? <laughs> I like, think I'm like, like, what was the scenario? Like, I'm like, was he just like, all of a sudden he re- realized he's like, I can't play drums later. <laughs> like, um. No, it was just I was. I think I was that terrible, <laughs> and he was just like, "Fuck this guy, I'm out, I'm, I'm out." And I just remember like my face going so red. But yeah, that was the first time on stage. But those like that's a that's a first rock thing. and roll like first rock and roll like experience was was with my cousins. Okay, in, in those you know we play like weddings and. I was gonna say that, that must that's a hell of a thing to happen your first time on stage like that's. Like for you to have gone, gotten on a yeah. second time, and that, that was like, pre-talent night too. That was, uh, <laughs> I think, that was like we were doing a walkathon or something. Yeah. For you to have gotten on stage like after that going down though means like, I guess like you had it, you had it in you. Yeah. I, I suppose because I was like, there's a lot of people that be like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, no, I just always loved it. I don't know. I just really, I always liked it. Yeah. So, I know we're meandering here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's so, what, it's pretty much about, pretty much the point of the tell podcast. Tell about your cats. <laughs> Tell us about your cats. No, no, I don't want to talk about. It. I name each one is named for a drummer. No, I just call it. I just like one through fourteen. I don't even bother. <laughs> like I'm 10, still not sold on the ten. Cats, Come here, I'm telling you, man. All right, <laughs> you're just like not a. I, I was don't like see a single cat for. I, I was like, I was gonna say, here's how we here. can call. We can, I got two cats. I'm constantly covered in fucking cat <laughs> we, hair. We man. can call BS on Shane's story and the fact that he's dressed all in black and he's no not cat just. You got me. Covered, <laughs> you got me. Covered in a sweater of cat fur. <laughs> I have a I have a fellow who plays with me. God love him, and he's got a he's and he always wears black, and he's got a, from what I could tell, a very long haired cat. <laughs> he comes down, and I'm like, bro, just, can you get like a yeah, what are those brushes? Those things called? are the, 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 yeah, I have a bunch of them. They're they're not cheap. No, no, those little those sticky he's like, brushes. Oh, I know, dude. I'm like, just please. I've, I found ways where you could also just sort of like run your hands under water for like three seconds and then sort of like like shake off the water and just rub and just, and just that just start, that does, does it. it work? Yeah, yeah. If you just like sort of rub like a, like anything that's kind of damp a little bit like without soaking your clothes, it'll just get the cat fur off. Mm-hmm. Tips of the trade. Yeah, tricks of cats? the trade. I don't have cats. I'm a little bit allergic, and the wife is definitely allergic. allergic. Like she. Well, that's good. Yeah, but I love cats though. I would. I had a cat for 21 years. I had a cat for 19 years when I was a kid. Yeah, that's it. I got the cat when I was, I guess, like nine, and then she died when I was in my late 20s, somewhere around there. That was that must have been tough. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I had to do it. It was like, it was really hard. It was like, I mean, like it was, and it was just like she, uh, they, she had like crazy liver failure. Like the toxins were in her, and they were like, we could totally fix this cat. And like get it living again, for but 20, it's twenty dollars for x thousands of dollars, and also she's twenty one. Like, yeah, you're like human ages. That's like when 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 one hundred forty. Well, when a woman yeah. in her late nineties yeah. has liver failure, they're like, yeah, we could fix it, but then in a few weeks from now she'll have kidney failure. Yeah, you yeah. know, or like you're like you're at that age where your well, body's running a marathon. You don't know. The only time will tell. Well, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> we just uh, we let her go, but yeah, that was. Uh, that was it. Was super rough because you're just like, oh, I've had this like, like I even told all of my girlfriends up to and including the one I was like, you're like the second woman in my life because this cat is the first one. You know, it was like <laughs> she's been here before you. She'll be here after you. Not and after you're gone. Yeah, exactly. And she was so she was so shitty to uh, every girlfriend I ever had. Like she like was super loving, affectionate to me, and then just like a girl would come in, and she'd be like, just like. My cat was was just a dick to everybody. He was just <laughs> including you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just was just like a, an ornery, cantankerous. Yeah, loved to loved to scroll. It was like a tomcat went out, and I would just I just love the cat. I was just why won't you let me love you? <laughs> why won't you? And let I'd me go. Love I'd, you try back. To, I'd try to go, and you know, I remember I named him after uh, his name was Fonzie. I named him after nice. like Happy Days, yeah, the Fonz. Right. No, uh, my, my cat he was, wasn't, he wasn't cool though. Yeah. Not cool. Well, not cool like the Fonz. Uh, my cat was like probably the chillest cat ever. Like if I was gonna sit down and play video games for hours, she'd be like, I would like to sit in your lap. And I'd be like, sweet. This somehow makes this situation less crappy that I'm sitting around playing video games all day. Cause there's a cat on me. Like, yeah. this segment has been called Cat Talk. Exactly. Cat Talk. Cat Talk. Walter has two cats who he hey. loves very much. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what are your cat's names? Uh, they're they. Uh, I inherited them through my wife. They're the Skeletor and Casey Jones. <laughs> Those are cool names. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I think so too. And I'm not even the Skeletor. one. Who, Skeletor and Casey is Jones. Two, is Skeletor two, a bit skinny or two ladies? No, they're just she's just white and black. Oh, 
you know, okay. like a skeleton. And Casey Jones is, I'm thinking Davy Jones' locker. Casey no. Jones is. Uh, well, in this case, it's a reference to the Ninja Turtles character. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You're watching Ninja Turtles. Uh, right? Big, a hey, huge, huge <laughs> fan. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the, I prefer the mid-80s, uh, Ninja Turtles. The he was graphic, around. The graphic novels. Yeah, he was in the graphic novels. I just made that up. I have no idea. He's been I, in layer said, graphic it, novels. It seemed accurate, though. You know, it's like we're gonna, I, I just, you can, I just go. You know, I'm like we can mid eighties. We can get into the old black it, and white, keep it obscure comics, and I'll still be able to talk about Ninja Turtles. Casey Jones was still around. But yeah, he's the sports warrior. That yeah. was his uh, his role. Like he was a vigilante who like took to the streets in like sports gear and Kay. fought crime. Wore a hockey mask. Or a hockey mask, and he's in the he's in the teenage. He's, he's like one of their friends. Universe. He's like, he's like yeah. an ally of the teenage. He's like a buddy. Of them. Thank he's God a dude for that, Google because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> so anyway, the, the cats are all right. So I want to know that you play with some. This is here. Here we go. This is a smooth transitions <laughs> with Walter and Keith here. It sounds like an edit point, but it's not. Yeah. Smooth tra- is that the name of the podcast? Smooth tra- it should be smooth transitions. <laughs> um, why don't you rattle off some of the the the, the, the famous uh, important people that you've played with before? Um. Well, I've I've had I've been lucky enough to open for a lot of uh, great acts. I I've uh, opened for Buddy Guy, um, Leonard Skinnerd, which most people seem to get a kick out when I sit there. They're like Skinner, yeah. Um, Over at uh, Maddie's, yeah, yeah. Maddie's place. Uh, <laughs> man, Blue Rodeo, uh, Derek Trucks. Uh, opened for Adele. I've opened for. Uh, just Derek Trucks and not the uh, Tedeschi Trucks band, or was this Derek? It was today. I was. It was actually Tedeschi Trucks nice. band. Um, who else? I think I saw. All... I saw you a couple years ago opening. For, it was at Club Soda. Give me a second here. It was. Uh, Mitch was involved with that one. Or... Oh, uh, yeah. Alejandro Escobedo. Um, man. No, no, no. A... It was. Uh, it was uh, Billy Bragg. I think was that did you did you open for Billy Bragg? No, no, was that was no, you? that wasn't me. Forget the whole deal then. <laughs> the point is, that's a pretty impressive list. So who's who? Yeah, no, I mean it's it, yeah, it's it's you, I, you know, the Buddy Guy was scary. Scary? Well, yeah, I mean it's you know he's just, just uh, to, he's in like in terms of one man well, living legend. In the, yeah, yeah in, the, in the universe of guitar, I mean that's you know there's all the legends of you know Hendrix going you know to his shows and recording putting a tape recorder at his feet and recording his stuff like it's uh right it's not a you know they're they're more fun once they're done those yeah. those type of those, those type of things yeah. like leonard skinnerd um you know that's like that's a that's a tight band like they're not they're not dicking around you know what right. I mean? yeah. like it's yeah, yeah. it's like them or, or not like them and and and, and yeah it's yeah. more of a you know say dudes it's more of a demographic of dudes you know 40 to 60 you know motorcycle enthusiasts let's say <laughs> who dig sure. that type of stuff sure. but those guys are are you know they're consummate professionals right. it was a bit unnerving when i saw the whole uh you know the the name of the tour was the god and guns tour that was, yeah, that <laughs> was their that was one of their latest albums yeah yeah and they had like they they had like the whole it looked like game of thrones but it was the game of like AK-47s and M-16s on airbrushed on the side of the the tour van, like with a big crucifix cross in the middle. Yeah, the God, God and guns, baby. But um, yeah, no. I thought you meant when you said because when you said buddy guy was scary, it was scary. I thought he meant like he had thrown things at you. No, no, he was no. It was, it was it's not so much that. It's just like you're you're one of two guitar players in 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 the in the building. And the other guy's buddy guy. Yeah. Right. We saw you know buddy I mean? guy uh, give give uh, the sound text what for. In uh, in Washington, <laughs> we went to go see uh, went to go see like the the Foo Fighters had this great big show in Washington on July fourth, where it was last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it was like like Buddy Guy was there, was a million people. Uh, Joan Jett, yeah. Heart, Foo Fighters. Who was else was there? There were P- other P Funk. Uh, no, not Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, anyway, there's a whole bunch of people, and then and the sound messed up on on buddy oh, guy yeah, yeah. and he just started cussing and swearing at the sound text <laughs> like just right on stage is great in front of like seventy five thousand people just having none of it and i was like man if you're a sound tech you are shitting bricks you have buddy guy chewing you out <laughs> directly it, and you're was like it, was it like during the performance yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it he was like it was a kind of thing though where it was like you know all the opening acts like the the had okay sound and then the foo fighters were on and it, sound, it seemed fine somehow because like you know, well, they do that on purpose. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they do. Well, but, but his, like, oh, no, 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 they they do do that on purpose. They they'll 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 
in not so many words let you know like if if the sound system is rated let's say i don't know ballpark 20,000 watts yeah or your decibel level will get to x amount like you know that you're not going to be as loud as the opening act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They will restrict the amount of, you know, speakers you get to use. Your lights won't be as good. Like they're, they, you know, yeah, you're right. the opening act. You're, you're, you're. But you know, there was the, the caliber of the acts though. Right. Going up. It wasn't. It wasn't really presented in the sense that these were all the acts that were opening for the. It was more of like a sort of. Like it's a kind of like a mini vibe. festival sort of right. thing. Yeah. So, but but, it, but his sound was also like it was messed up. Like there, it was like cutting and stuff. Like it wasn't oh just. It wasn't just like a volume issue. Like I, I was sitting there being like, I was like, this is not. Mm. Right, and he was like, did like a like fix it, did a quick sound check and whatever, and then got it back on the road. And I was like, like you're happier for it as a fan because you're like, if there's sound cutting, I don't want to, yeah. like, I don't want to wreck this show. But I was like, how were the Foo Fighters? They were good. They were and like, this is right really, after really he had fucked up his leg there last summer, and so he was in, and he was in, um, he was on in the, the Rock the, Throne, the Rock Throne thing. There, we <laughs> had to sit down for the whole thing with his leg elevated. <laughs> it was, it was great though. Um, oh, yeah, they and they they did. They went like two hours, pretty much, too. Yeah, like, which was crazy. So he was in the throne. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, so you do, so you do, like, so you open up for you're doing like an opening set for somebody like Buddy Guy. Mm. Do you? What's the protocol there? Do you try to do you try to talk to Buddy at all and see like what he wants out of you for an opening set, or do you no, pretty much just know just, what to do? Uh, you pretty much after the like the you know after you do it the first few times, you 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 realize when you're opening for touring acts that you think you're special because you've been asked to do this spot. Yeah, and then you realize that they're on a forty city tour. Yeah, and there's forty dudes just like you who are doing their opening thirty five minute set, yeah. and they could give a shit. And it's not, and it just you got to remember that it's not. It's not personal. So I'm backstage with Buddy Guy. I'm standing beside Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy's having a coffee. We exchange like, you know, 20 words of polite conversation. Right. But I'm not, you know, had it happened when I was 18, probably I would have, you know, to chat like, what type of strings do you use, Mr. Guy? <laughs> you, think, you know, you think you want to try my guitar for something or whatever. But it's just, you know, you get... Uh, it's like anything else, you know. It's it's you're there to do a job. I'm there to I'm feel again feel very lucky that I get to entertain people and I love being an entertainer and 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 doing these things. So you, you get in there, you try not to do anything that's gonna mess up the other, you know, mess up the the, the headlining act. Like if there's a certain song, like uh, I don't know, there's certain like a certain Hendrix song or a certain blues song, a blues standard that let's say. Uh, that only buddy guy would do. I'm not going to go out and do that song. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's just an uncool yeah. thing to do, but just, you know, go out and try and ramp up the crowd and you get them going. And, you know, yeah, cause that's what's like the whole point, right? Like, I mean, like I'm always like, you're yeah. always, you're always psyched when you go and, and some people are super cool and some people are super dickish and it's just, yeah. Like I, and <clears throat> I went to go see, uh, the eels when they were here, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years back, whatever. And they had, I don't remember the performer, but they had like someone who was just like a woman with an acoustic guitar, mm. and I was like, and everyone is just like talking and like literally yeah. drowning her out, and I'm like, come on! I was like, there's like, yeah. even if you're not here to listen to her, I'm like, just whisper, you know, like don't just like talk audibly while someone's performing. And I was like, it's mm. one of my like, I mean, I'm sure as a performer, it's got to be a way bigger deal for you, but I'm like, I don't understand how we know to be quiet in a movie theater, but not when there's a live musician. On stage, yeah. I was like, I don't understand culturally how we like mess that up so badly. Yeah, I think we're in a really weird spot too with with um, you know how music is everywhere and it's so accessible and so cheap now, and you know people don't pay for music. There's not really the same um, respect, you know, well, given, given yeah. to. I don't think it's that new though. I mean, like Pink Floyd spat on the crowd and hated us and that was the 70s that was like in montreal right like you know it's like that was back in the 70s and they're like people were just talking during pink floyd i was like i think that it's just did that happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of his roger waters it's 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 attributed to roger waters and it's supposedly the inspiration for part of the inspiration part of the inspiration for the wall yeah it was montreal yeah Yeah, they were touring they were touring animals and they were doing uh they were doing a show at the big o 
and and he was pissed. He was like, because he's he's pretty temperamental, and it or yeah, was. I was about to say, isn't yeah. he always pissed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, yeah was, exactly. he was. He got pissy with some of the, like the the people, and the, the they weren't like interacting with the show in the way right, that right, he right, thought right. was artistically pure or whatever. And he like and he spat at them or something. And yeah, but apparently it was like during quiet stuff they were talking and whatever, yeah. and he spat at them and then imagined building a wall between himself and whatever. And I was like, so that's not new. Like, mm. <laughs> like I was like, if you're you're Pink Floyd and you don't have people like giving you quiet i'm like i don't think i think people are just jerks <laughs> but yeah i think to your point also i mean like i went to go see i forget who it was but it was like it was a band that had like just had a radio hit and they're obviously going to close with it and mm. then everybody's just talking the entire time and then like cheers and gets quiet for the closer and i was like yeah that's what? weird and i was like what are you doing i was like you're all paid money to see one song like I was, I was like get it's a it, yeah that's a weird thing i mean i i i do a lot of solo shows mm-hmm. and I usually go in with a with a I don't really play a lot of acoustic guitar anymore right. I mean I used to play just acoustic guitar and I just moved on from that but I go in with an electric guitar in the style of Billy Bragg yeah. electric guitar and an amp <laughs> but I have a really fucking loud amp <laughs> just and and the more dickish people get, the louder the amp gets. Like if I know, no, but like straight yeah, up, it's like, it's, it's, it's a self, a self-preservation thing. Like I'm sitting there going, you know, and you're, and you, you, you start straining cause you're, you're trying to get your music heard over these people who are, yeah, yeah, yeah. are, are just talking in, in the front row. And I just crank the amp up and then yeah. I just, I'm like, I'm going to hurt these motherfuckers. You know, like I blast, <laughs> like I just, and I, and I, and I, and I can, and I know how to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah adjust the frequencies on my amp so you're sitting there and you're going to be you're really not going to enjoy the next half an hour <laughs> of your of your life and it's just like well you're and you know and that's a and that's a slippery slope because then you're just like you're fueled by hate and, and, and you know and i'll go in with a plan saying i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna sing you these songs from my first acoustic album and i'm gonna put it and i'm gonna get and then the guy you know and i'm just like just wailing by the know, end of it. fuck this guy you know and just I cranking wish there was something i could do that like you could do like that for comedy like there's, there's That'd be great. Just yell at people. You kind of. Oh, I guess there's that. I guess you could do that. You I didn't, do. I didn't think about that. Which you do. <laughs> That's true. I actually i i, I came to uh, i came to the uh, are we we're comedy works right now, right? Yeah. Yes. Sir. Okay. Where I came up and I saw no no, no I just want to I'm just you want to make sure you got the like, right club. Yeah, we're now. in the comedy. Yeah. At point. And um, <laughs> I just I walked up and it was a bachelor party. And I hate playing for like when I get stuck in like Irish pubs or yeah, they're whatever and bars and very yeah 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 very yeah usually they're shitty yeah I would say nine times out of ten but I like how you say touching they're, girl yeah meaning like, nine out of time ten times it's fucking it's, douche city yeah but then <laughs> a couple of times they'll be oh, well okay it depends what time of night you get them yeah that's a very rare thing like, yeah I, I gotta get that sweet I know, spot I, I just I I walk and I walked up and I and I pre obnoxious drunk yeah that's what you need to. Yeah. So, so, so you know it's the bachelor party up here. I yes, yeah, so when I and I watched uh, it was like four or five comics. I don't I don't know if you were there or maybe you okay. were, you were working the yeah. you were working the decks. And I was just like, this one fucking guy just wouldn't stop heckling. And I was just like, you know, and and I was kind of wishing that there was some device <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that you guys could turn. Like I would, you know, I just wanted to strangle the, the right guy. comic. Well, the, you know, the and the right comic will just tear them apart. Right. Like, yeah, but if, but to, if, but like, if I'm, I can only assume. But if like, you only have like, if you're only going up there for like a seven minute set or like a then the guy completely set, subverts yeah, your whole exactly, seven minutes. Kind of fucks you. So like, yeah. Usually, like when I when I see stuff that like, when it gets too rowdy, I will go over and talk to people here. So like, if you're telling me that happened, then I doubt I was there that evening because I don't I don't hold. Oh back man, I was that. just I was just sitting there and I'm just going like, and I don't and I love stand up comedy yeah. and and uh, but I don't get it ch- like for whatever reason I just don't. You know, I'm I'm so involved. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm in music world. So yeah. if I'm not playing, yeah. I want to go see live music because yeah. I, that's something I yeah, never yeah, get yeah, to yeah, go yeah. see, and that and that helps me and inspires me. But I've yeah. been watching a lot of like, um, you guys can roll your eyes here and be like, whatever, <laughs> but like, I'm like watch a lot of. Um, I just recently got in, a guy named Bill Hicks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like him. <clears throat> yeah. And um, I, I mean, obviously. he's passed on yeah, I was gonna say a while ago putting but, out a lot but, of new stuff <laughs> yeah so like like le- legend <laughs> in the field guy, like, though, for sure yeah, like, like yeah, those yeah. The, um, like but I like those guys who are yeah kind of raw Hed- yeah Mitch Hedberg is Mitch awesome Hedberg. Yeah, he, he passed away too eh? yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. like you're like who are the new guys you guys like 
or newer like are there any superstars you you, you comedy I like superstars weird, you like, like? I, I like kind of like I tend to like weirder stuff like, like stuff that like uh, like Eric Andre and stuff Eric like Andre okay. funny. he's a is he Daily Show he was a Daily he, Show no player, he's or? got he's got like he's on Adult Swim he's got like the like, bizarro talk show on Adult Swim and, and he does, he does like, other he stuff interviews like anchors and shit he interviews he, it's like an interview awkward. show and it's awkward and really yeah, weird yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, yeah. I like that stuff I like stuff a lot yeah I like I like stuff that like sort of like uh, walks a fine line between funny and just, just absurd pleasant and, and awkward <laughs> like it's like if people get upset in the process i think that there's there's been some successful comedy that's happened <laughs> as long as somebody's upset at the end as long as someone's not having a good time yeah i don't want your, i don't want to alienate the whole crowd just a couple yeah. people in there <laughs> who's one of your favorite stand-up i like bill burr an awful lot fuck i love bill burr like you see the bill burr bill burr in philadelphia uh, yeah 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 oh and i thought when you when ten, you ten ten minutes left when he would uh, when he railed when he railed on every sports team that they ever had, he's yeah. like, "You want to talk about losers?" Yeah. And then just like Joe Frazier's from your city, you can't erect a fucking statue. Yeah. Anyway, just <laughs> absolutely, yeah. He he can handle hecklers. Like that was I don't know if you know the the whole story going into that, right? Like it was the Opie, Opie and Anthony show, and and they booed Domerera. But like, but they, but they were just they were booing every opener off the stage, and Bill Burr just got up there and was like, "I got paid for twenty minutes, and you're going to get me twelve for, minutes or twelve minutes." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I I get paid for twelve minutes." And I'm gonna do the 12 minutes. He's like, you're, cause they were literally trying to like boo off the openers to get to the headliners faster. Cause only in Philadelphia. Yeah, Jesus Like Christ. I was like, w- I was Jesus like, Christ. what yeah. kind of monster? It's funny, I don't ever, I, everything I hear about Philadelphia makes me not wanna <laughs> yeah, right? go there. Like that, I was like, what a nightmare scenario where you're trying to boo through <laughs> the headliner. more headliner time. Yeah. It doesn't work. Copy it's, it's, it's not, you're just gonna get a short show. And you're like, I'm, fr- I'm like, the headliners are gonna be mad at you anyway, cause like they all know each other, you know? <laughs> like, it's just such nonsense. Oh, so man. it's such. They yeah. must have shelled out a lot of money for that show. If fucking Domerera was an opener, you know. Like, yeah, well, Domerera and Bill Burr and like whatever. Like they're all like they had get guys. Who's like, the head? Was Bill Burr the headliner? No, he was the. It was like an Opie and Anthony thing or whatever. Like Jesus. it was like a cavalcade of stars. Yeah, 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 yeah I exactly. think I think he took. He had a. He really took uh, took it personally that Domerera got. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Don Rare when I was yeah, you know, for sure. a kid. That's, and, that's a know, legend too. I don't, like. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean the best <laughs> way possible. Man. Yeah, well, right. but yeah, yeah. Ha. Man, we're all over the place. I like these well, well, podcast things. Just talk about much, whatever. Pretty much what we cats, do. Cats, and Bill Burr, rashes, existent or not. Um, we allergies. So what I wanted to, what we did, what I did want to get to today was the uh, upcoming. Uh, the purpose gig of me being at the here thing with the place and all the people run by the guy that Shane's going to be on. Okay, yeah, Shane's so, in a new Shane, band right now. No, 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 no. The show that Shane's going to be in. Oh. Are you good? So okay, so coming up at the Corona Theater. Do you, the, do you know the date offhand? Because I have somewhere here, Shane. Help me out here. Last second, the, last Friday of the month. Do we know that we're do, the, the, the actual date of yeah. the event? Yes, sir. November twenty fifth. November twenty fifth. Friday at November Corona 25th. Theater, which is forty years to the day. Was, yeah. it's actually on the anniversary. Celebrating itself. forty oh. years of uh, the last of the band's last waltz. Wow. Have you seen the last waltz? Yes. Keith, have you really? Yes. That, is, that seems like a that seems like you, a lie. You yes. seem like you're lying. I'm, I'm lying. Yeah. No, but I definitely have seen it. I definitely know heard of it. Is. I know what it is. You know who the band is. Yeah, I know who the band is. You know what the who are last your favorite was? three three favorite most favorite musical musical acts off the top of your head for so you? You three favorite members? You of, like of three, the band. You. Favorite musical three favorite acts? bands? Who are your three favorite bands right now? Give it to me. The Boy. band. No, you liar. <laughs> uh, I would say probably like if I'm going best band, just give it to me. Three uh, three I'm off the say top of your head. Probably David Bowie. Okay. I'm trying to think of like who who I own the most albums of. Give it to me. Stop thinking. Queen. Dave Bowie. Queen. I want to break free. And then I'm fucking blanking. Probably like they're gonna go ska, real big fish. Those are the al- most albums okay, I own. So you're not into the band, so that's fine. I'm not. I, in no but, way, uh, just no. like the band. The band. <laughs> Shane, Shane's taking his mic off. No, no. But no. anyway, I've been super. I on the other hand, do you like the band? Yes, I love the Walter fucking band. Walter, hey, well, one just, out of two, eight, one out of two ain't bad. If we can back it up a second, <laughs> literally with you, like two weeks ago, we were yeah. having a conversation yeah. about how it was weird that the band wasn't like more ingrained in Canadian like musical history. Like if you ask, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, there's a. I'm, I'm not saying there's, that they're there's not like a, a like a running debate as to whether they're considered a Canadian band or not. And I feel like it's not really because like half of them like it's because it has those like those like southern folk influences, but yeah. and, and also, but then there's also the small town Ontario stuff. I, like, I, I think the band is considered 
one of the pillars of what we consider Americana or roots music. Yes. In in if you were to poll North American musicians, if you were to say, can you name, you know, can you give me, uh, can you give me like, you know, five bands that represent Americana? I think the band would be one. Um, Crosby, you know, Stills, and Nash. And- yeah, sure. Yeah. Like Wilco is a big. Yeah. Would be, I guess, the present day um, embodiment of Americana. Right. Obviously, up up to debate. But the the funny it's, part is it's coming is, back though. Too. Fun- that's that sound. Yeah. I th- I think you know I've I spent I've lived in Toronto for a little while. Um, you know that's like the band is is uh, one of the. Like Toronto for me, whenever I, you know, like I lived there for two years and did some playing and stuff, that band is, is, is the shit in Toronto. It is, it is Toronto in, in many respects is a very sort of alt country, um, city musically. You know, there's a lot of pedal steel players. There's a lot of, a lot of, um, country nights. And when I say country nights, I don't mean like Toby Keith boots, like country (laughs) stuff. They're like, they're very serious about, you know, their knowledge of outlaw country, Americana, um, great musicians and you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and, but four fifths of the band were, were Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and people don't realize, you know, people don't really get it. Like they, you know, touring, you know, touring with Bob Dylan and, yeah. and doing all this stuff, but um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I was like, because <clears throat> there was an, there's an award, and Walter just stepped away, so he's not going to help me out. There's an award that they're now awarding for like they're like best Canadian acts of the of, of each date. Mm-hmm. There's like it's a. I haven't heard of that. It's a it's a whole thing. Walter wait for definitely. Walter. But anyway, but yeah, and but the band was obviously they're they're up for. Oh yeah, yeah. For, I mean, they're just like, usually. Uh, yeah, pe- people, musicians get it. I think they didn't really. It's interwoven because into into what people listen to. Because I could play you right now, you know, ten band songs, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I oh yeah, I heard, oh, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, that." Yeah. Well, I'm not you know, like I said, I'm not not diminishing. No, the, no, the, no, not or anybody. In, yeah, in, exactly. In, but like, in, I feel that like like weirdly like this is shitty. But I was like, I feel that people, if you ask like. Joe Average Canadian, they'll know who Brian Adams is for o- sure. over the for band. Sure, and for you're sure, like, how sure, did that sure. happen? Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like- I mean, yeah, Brian Adams, I mean, obviously a great, a great songwriter to be able to put out that many songs yeah. that resonate with that many people. Obviously, he's, he's you know, you can't. doing something you, right. You, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you play. Summer '69. People are gonna people are gonna freak freak out. Yeah. Now, of course, there's gonna be haters being like, "Oh, Brian Adams, whatever." Yeah. You know, I you know when you go listen to your Joy Division songs, that's fine. But yeah. you can't you can't deny that. I think um, the band was was stuff that was a little bit more um, under the radar because it wasn't uh, you know it's the type of thing that you'd have to listen to. Over and over again, and let yeah. There's like more like it, technical, technical yeah, stuff just, on display, other than just like catchy hooks. It's just whatever. like you'd have to listen to the song, you know. Instead of it wouldn't it wouldn't be as immediate, let's say, as as one of a, a Brian Adams hit. You yeah. Know? So you, but but the people who are um, fans of the band love them. Yeah. And I think the last waltz was a was a a film that. I remember seeing it a couple of times <clears throat> on Bravo and just seeing like seeing it for five minutes and I didn't really know what it was. And I was, I didn't really, I was, you know, I was really into like Hendrix and like <laughs> yeah. power blue buddy guy, like, yeah. you know, bluesy, like heavy blues, psychedelic blues stuff. I wasn't really into sort of rootsy Americana stuff. I didn't, I hadn't gotten into country yet. I okay. hadn't really, you know, explored Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson or, or, uh, you know, rockabilly stuff. Right. And, and I remember one night it, it was, um, it was on and, and I, I started, you know, I was like, this is a really, this is a a really cool film. And, Mm -hmm. and you started seeing the, um, you know, all the, the way the film was put together and, you know, the, the characters and the who's who of, of, of music. And, um, and then I met some boys who were really into uh, the last waltz, and they had a production company. And this was about 
oh yes, about 10 years ago. And these guys were all in their early 20s, 20, 21, 22. Okay. And I was about 10 years older than them. And they, they were like freaks for The Last Waltz and the band. They're huge fans. And um, they were, they'd seen The Last Waltz like 20 times. Right. Like knew all the lines. And that's when I started like, yeah, you got to watch the. And then I started watching <laughs> the film that I'd seen, you know. And, uh, um, and so when the opportunity came up to, 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 to do the show with with Mitch, we had done a, a Bob Dylan tribute in May, and we said, well, you know, the 40th anniversary of The Last Waltz is, is coming up. We should do something. Right. You know, we just, we jumped at the chance, and, uh, and you know, he put the, he put the, the bill together, and, and now we're a couple of weeks away, and so what, who's, getting excited, yeah. Who's on the show? A lot of people. Well, the, well yeah, I'm sure a the lot of people. Like Lots of people. Lots of people. Lots of people. Um, any, any names jump out? Yeah. You, Matt Mays. Okay. Um, Tom Wilson from, uh, Lee, Lee Harvey Osmond. It's always a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, John Jacob Magistry from Montreal. Right. Um, a great singer songwriter named Mac McKenzie. Um, who else? Chris Vellin. Okay. It's a great Montreal uh, singer songwriter. Uh, Tim Kingsbury from Arcade Fire is headlining the show um, with Matt Mays. Uh, who else? Uh, lovely singer by the name of Andrea Romolo from a band called Scarlet Jean in Toronto. Um, it's like a whole... How long is yeah, the show? Like, is it like a six-hour well, show? It's, it's not a six-hour <laughs> show. We've, we've, <laughs> Mitch, is, Mitch, is, Mitch, Mitch posted is, the other day. Mitch posted uh, three and a half hours. I think, yeah, it's going to be yeah. it's gonna be three and a half hours. Yeah, but the, the last waltz was... But yeah, that's which is, yeah. which is another part like in the spirit of the thing, right? Because... Like the movie doesn't really yeah. put that forward, but the actual thing. Itself, oh my god! Well, it was Thanksgiving. It was American Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving there was a dinner and then, they included. They served turkey and shit. Like they, there was like everybody got a dinner and stuff. So there was like a meal plus the show and stuff. And there was like comedians and poets and stuff too that yeah. went up there. It wasn't just the musicians. It was really cool. Yeah. So I've been desperately. I've been. I keep trying to wedge myself in somehow, and I'm like, can I? I, I could do. I could do the uh, readings or something. I could do the poetry stuff. He's Lawrence like, Ferlinghetti, I think, is, the, is that was the spoken word poet. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, and then Mitch is like, yeah, we got David McGimsey doing that. I was like, son of goddamn shit. <laughs> goddamn noted. You writers. know Dave? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, this from you know, like from Bishop Street stuff. But he's like, you know, he's like a, a university like yeah. English teacher and stuff, and has is like a published author. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> goddamn it. Look, everybody has more legitimacy than I is do. There, is there is there a a stooge? a stooge? Is there a local stooge position in the last world? <laughs> I'll do anything. That's going to be super cool. Do you know what songs you're going to be doing yet? Or? I do. I'm not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say. No, no. Uh. I'm okay. I'll tell you uh, two of the songs that I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing Manish Boy because they had Muddy Waters right. at the show. Nice. And I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing a uh, uh, song called Further On Up the Road. Okay. Which is an old uh, Bobby Blue Bland song, an old blues classic that was done by Levon on the Hawks. And then that was the song that Eric Clapton played at The Last Waltz. Oh, cool. But um, anybody listening to the podcast who hasn't seen The Last Waltz, you got to do yourself a favor. It's Scorsese. Um, very well shot, very yeah. well put together. The, 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 the intercut characters. Yeah, like... and, they, and, they, and, each, and each band member is uh, a character study onto himself. Yeah. They're all different personalities and, and, and hilarious and, and sad. And, you know, there, there's, yeah. because it's, it's the last concert and, and you could see some of the guys in the band want, wanted to continue. Right. You know, you don't, it's kind of like a professional athlete who doesn't really want to hang it up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for that, for that, me, you, you know, if any, you take any one of those band members out of it, then it's not that unit anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's a great uh, it's a great mu- you know piece of music and um, a great piece of filmmaking. So I'm super pumped for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you coming? Oh yeah, you coming? Oh, I'm gonna for be real. Hundred percent. You gonna right. be there, Walter? Hundred percent. No, no. I've been looking forward to this. I'm for bringing like, my since, cats since I heard I'm about all fourteen cats. Oh, all yes. fourteen. Well, that's gonna make exactly. it hard. I'm setting them free. The wife uh, to get there. Three will be there. Seven. Three. All seven, your favorites. Twelve. Six and nine is gonna six be there. Nine. All of them. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> all hairless. Uh, uh, oh, hairless cats! I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. If I, I don't know. Hey Keith, we going back to NDG after this? Yeah, we are. Oh, so we can bring Andy Picaro with us. I guess it's gonna be a fun part of the podcast. All right. <laughs> I uh, was gonna say five question time. Five question Walter? time. So we do a five question segment. Okay. Let's just jump into it here. So what was it? So three questions are the same every episode. Fourth question comes from our last guest to you. Okay. And then the fifth question is your question to our next guest. Okay. Easy? Yeah. And you remember how you told Keith not to think about the answer to the favorite three bands question before? Same thing for you. Same thing. Okay. Okay. Turn your mind off. Question number one. Who would play you in a movie? Oh. Who would play... uh, Why are you doing it? Just like I did. Leave on Helm. Who would play me in a movie? Yeah. An actor? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it could, doesn't necessarily be to be an actor. Like, if you're, if there's a, a musician you think has the acting chops, just, then you'd have to deal with the musician acting, though. <laughs> Who would I like to, I, I could pick yeah, anybody, anybody, want? anybody, anybody, anybody. I like Tom Waits to play me. We good. I think it'd be fun. But he's too old now. Okay, I'll take it back. Uh, you could do makeup, you could do young I'd get makeup. Seth Rogen to play me. Seth Rogen. <laughs> I can see that. Watching his new show, he did Preacher. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. He's not in it. He just produced it and stuff, but it's good. Uh, Shane, question number two. What are you afraid of? I'm af- I'm uh, afraid of being tightly restrained, closed spaces. Like if someone put me in a coffin or if I watch caving documentaries where guys have to uh, squeeze in between two tight spots. Spelunking documentaries. I, yeah, no, I don't even want to say the word. Right. Don't, what's it called? Spelunking. Don't even say it. Say it one more time. <laughs> Don't say it. I can't. I, I can't take it. No. <laughs> no, but when the guys do that, I, I never and I never was like an anxiety guy. Yeah. You know, until I um were aware of the concept. Yeah, of I, and then yeah. No, when I yeah, no, it makes me very anxious. Yeah, yeah. I am honestly like I I used to be Have you ever seen the film Descent? Don't. This this scent or Just descent. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Descent. Hey. Descent. What does that smell like to you? What does that smell? Does it smell like cats? <laughs> I went to this strip joint called the Brass Ring. I can't get the smell off my fingers. <laughs> oh, that's a Mike Epps steal. <laughs> right off of Jesus. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, uh, the same thing, same thing growing up that if, if my arms get restrained, I get really, uh. And I never was, I never really was like that. And I don't, I don't know what happened. I had an older brother who used to pin me down all the time. Oh. Huh. And then, uh, and, and I would just get into like a rage until like, he was six years older than me. So I had like every physical. Get into a rage until what? You wet, like you wet yourself? No, like, until I would like literally start thrashing to the point. Like I remember bashing my head into him to give him a bloody nose and stuff like that. Like, work out? Eventually he would be running away from me. Like, cause I would just thrash. Oh, went there, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I would get beat pulled up the, in the process. Pull the psycho play. Yeah, exactly. Just, but just go, I would just go ape shit. And like, he would just be like 12 years old running away from a six year old who was just, I was just screaming and thrashing at everything. Like, okay. cause eventially I would get him off me. Be so it. if I were drunk in a bar, I won't come up behind you and like, yeah, I'll just, just like, ah, give it a reverse, a reverse like, side. Um, I'll do it and I'll blame it on you. My question is, it was Shane. For me, for me, it was really, really the, the arms. If I can, if I can move my arms up yeah. and around, I can be in like a pretty closed area. Mm. If I can't move my arms, that's where it like, yeah. like I could be in a small corridor and I'm okay. Mm. But then arms stuck. I'm like, yeah, no, nope, same way. Just same fucking way. lose it. Don't like it. Question three. Question number three. If you were allowed to get a tattoo when you were 12 years old, what would it be of? So, like, when you were 12 years old, you were like, this is the coolest thing. I'm going to love it forever. I'm going to get a tattoo. Mom. But it's like 12-year-old judgment. Yeah, your 12-year-old judgment. So I would get a picture. I would get a tattoo of, of Michael J. Fox playing the Gibson ES-335 that he played in, in Back to the Future. Playing Johnny B. Good. That's pretty Johnny badass. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good one. That's a good <laughs> answer. Like where? Like on your back? Like a big back Probably piece? like Thug Life. Across your abdomen. Yeah. Right Interesting. The, but I was 12, so I wouldn't realize how painful that would be. Right. So I'd yeah. probably get the needles and then I'd make them stop. Like, yeah. A couple of random lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, what are those lines that you're talking about? It's uh, Michael J. It's Fox. It's Michael J. Fox. It's Michael J. Fox. Playing playing Johnny 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 Come on now. <laughs> 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 Don't you recognize it? Uh, that's good. Question four. Who was, uh, were, were, were you a big Back to the Future fan or was it just that song? Uh, that was that, uh, that movie, like, was 86 so i was like yeah i was 12 so it really like that was a big that was a very cool song for them to put into the to the movie yeah and i don't mean this in a bad way but at that point there was a lot of like glam rock coming out like poison yeah and bon jovi and a lot of 
Like it's it, a lot. A lot of, well, it it, it, it could have been a hair metal song that he decided to play. I, right? Where like, I, in other words, I could have been. I could have gotten into hair metal because I had yeah. a lot of friends who were into that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. And I and that sort of put me on a path to figuring out who Chuck Berry was, right. and then yeah. and that that whole that yo whole, Chuck, that, you gotta hear this, Marvin, Marvin Berry. <laughs> you know that new sound you've been looking for. <laughs> no, but it really it really did, and I think it was pretty pretty cool of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that they did it for me. <laughs> I just want to say it's really cool you guys did that for me. Every I mean, meet Steven Spielberg, just let yeah, him know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, and I, I think, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that there was like a, a, there was a conscious choice to make it that, like, I think that they wanted it to be a song that, like, kids could like and the parents wouldn't yeah. necessarily be offended because there were a lot of kids going to the movie. Like, yeah. it's just, it's a good, it's a great yeah. choice. Yeah. And even then, I think that, like, the Michael J. Fox character thinks he's playing old style rock and not really understanding what, <laughs> What age he was in, but you know, yeah. great movie. The fourth question I feel has nothing to do with Ernie Reyes Jr. this time. No, but it's about as specific. But does come from John Vergados and Reese Turner. Yeah. Do you follow baseball at all? Uh, no. Well, then the question seventh shit. game World Series. But today. I, you could ask me. Yeah, because uh, a little bit. I mean, not huge. But. Is Batista staying with the Jays? Oh, my God damn it! Why do you let them ask that question? Because uh, you I, do. Every you time. always blame this on me. Like it's always my fault that they're last. That's just the question. You know, who Batista is. Yeah. Bat flip. Yeah. I yeah. don't. Uh, is he staying with the Jays? I say no. All right. You heard because it here first. Because all most professional athletes uh, leave. Hate really, Toronto. Well, just they really just care about the dough. I was gonna say you. Hence you, the professional. Part. And we and we we like to imagine that you know there's still loyalty among, and maybe there is with a few athletes, but I think most guys just. Do you follow any sports at all? Or? Yeah, full, full hockey. Follow. Uh, not to sound broy, but I do. I, I I follow mixed martial arts quite a bit. <laughs> and I have been since like the late '90s. Always felt a pretty interesting boxing fan too. So you were gonna um, follow the uh, Alvarez McGregor. Yeah. Who's your he, call there? He, um, as interesting as the Batista question. So yeah. Only I, I follow I mean, a bit of MMA. I haven't been, uh, after the whole, like, Diaz circus and then, and then McGregor, like, I'm in a new know, 200, class. I'm out, whatever. It was just got a bit, a bit fatiguing. So yeah. I don't really, I don't, uh, I don't, I haven't been keeping up on, on the new, uh, it's 2000, uh, two, 206, UFC 206, 206 yeah. It's November 12th. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I do. There's part of me that really, really likes McGregor, and then sometimes it's just too much. So this, so this fight, I haven't really been, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more, no, I mean, I'm more I excited to see what uh, uh, George St. Pierre comes back. What's going to go on with him, and and you know, if he comes back, Dana doesn't think come, he is. He'll come back. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I was going to an interview with Dana just like gotta a, come back. a couple weeks ago. Where you he's did like, it. You interviewed Dana Wayne? No, 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 no. I said oh. I was listening. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was saying I was listening <laughs> I to an interview. Guess, son. An yeah. interview. I was listening to an interview with Dana Wayne, and now. The Pope. Yeah. Um, well, we had what's his name on Justin Kingsley, who is uh, yeah the, the the co-author of GSP's book. Okay. So we did have some MMA. <laughs> but not Dana White. Not, not, Dana, not, White, Dana, White. not Dana White. Anyway, but Dana Dana says he's like he's like he's like obviously he's like call it a hunch, call it whatever. But he's like I can having spoken with fighters, retired fighters, and all that stuff. He's like I kind of have a sense of when a guy's done. And he's like when I talk to GSP, even when he's telling me he's thinking about it, he's like. I kind of have a sense that he's done. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't know if he has like. He's like, obviously great physical specimen. He's like physically he can go. He's like, I don't know if mentally yeah. he's. And Dana White's full of shit though. Yeah, what does he know? Fuck Dana White. <laughs> yeah, he could just it. be stoked, stoking the fire. You know, like that's. I, I, yeah, I, exactly. I, he's also I, he's also a fight promoter. Yeah, that's exactly. What he's, that's what he's gonna shit, do. Man, like. And I hope I hope uh, I hope George comes back for one more fight and gets paid and then gets out regardless like of what. Kyle Lesnar just pick up a couple million and just yeah. to bounce. Yeah. Uh cool. So that I was a good that. answer to the Batista question. Yep. Yep. Well, we just we geared it over to, uh, to MMA. So now any question you want for our next guest, not knowing who that's going to be, because as you know, you've heard our booking process. <laughs> <laughs> In what ways do you think our world, were ch- our world will change if uh, Donnie T becomes uh, El Presidente? Wait, but that doesn't work because what will have already happened. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I was like, we'll already have a definitive answer. That's good. I didn't even think of that. Fuck you, Keith. Sorry. Um, I agree. <laughs> oh. I always agree when the guest <laughs> says, <laughs> fuck you, Keith. <laughs> what kind of question? What kind of question? Could be a music question. Could be anything, really. 
As you just heard, we apparently allow anything to be the question for Ernie Raids Jr. questions, specific questions about the Blue Jays. Mm. Let us know your thought process. This is just a cheesy random question, but... That's fine. If you could, well, it's, I just stole it from Exclaim Magazine, so I know I don't want to use it. <laughs> um... Use the stolen Exclaim magazine question. <laughs> yeah. You could have dinner with the person who would you have dinner with. Was that did I did I trump jump on questions one to four? No, no. That's good. Yeah. If you can have dinner with anyone. Who would it be? Walter? I'd have dinner with Walter. <laughs> Who'd you? Uh Shane. Uh, Guys, I can make you make this happen right now. If you say Shane, he said Walter. Shane. No. <laughs> Don't lie. I, I was going to say my answer for a long time was Nikola Tesla. Christopher Hitchens. Nice. Keith Hitch. Yep. Groove, I could have dinner with anybody. Shane. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like, mind. Really? I, the exclaim question? I'm blind. Like, I'm. I wouldn't mind. Uh, I'd go Strombo, probably. I think it'd be a fun dinner time. Anybody to choose from. You're of the whole world, you pick fucking Strombo. Strombo. Well, I mean, because I feel like I could get it done. I feel that, like, with a few phone calls and, like, some... <laughs> like, well, obviously, I, Hitch won't get it done. He's <laughs> fucking dead. Yeah. Okay, so anybody. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was established. Tesla? Tesla, Tesla. yeah, 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 right, right. Dinner with anybody. See what my answer's really good? Yeah, your answer's yeah. really good. <laughs> I'm going to say, and just because you made me think of it with Tesla, and it's not dead though, but still, Elon Musk would be a fucking hell of a dinner. Oh my god! Yeah, that'd, yeah, be, a good that'd be a heck of a dinner. He just must walk around and just be like, "Fuck, I'm awesome." Yeah, exactly. Solar panels. I read an Electric amazing. I'd be like, I'm like, what idea do you think you're not going to get to, and can you just give it to me? Because I'm sure it's amazing. I, re- I read <laughs> an, just... an amazing quote today from the director of NASA, who they were like in a press conference. He was responding to somebody asking him about because it was like it's kind of like a, a modern day space race, right? But versus yeah. with like you know publicly funded, government funded na- organization with NASA, and then this like private enterprise with like SpaceX and stuff. Yeah. And the guy from NASA is like, yeah, we're not racing. We're not racing Elon Musk. We're not racing SpaceX to Mars. He's like, if, if Elon gets to Mars first and is able to bring back the samples himself, I'll throw him a party with my own money. This <laughs> <laughs> is like the NASA guy. He's like, yeah. go for it. No, do it. Like, do it. <laughs> like you, you will probably get there before us. Like, yeah. anyway. that's crazy, right? Like what is it? They're 2035 or something. Like I don't know, and he's doing all kinds of crazy other shit. There, like there's, the like, there's, like, there's like there's like a timeline that's going to happen stuff. in our lifetimes. Yeah. I mean, if he hits his mark, that we're going to know people who go to not we're not directly knowing, but like humans that we'll get to know on our televisions are going to be like later going to Mars forever. Yeah, you know. <laughs> would you do that? No, no, absolutely not. I would. That that's so crazy. I would. I would do it. I would do it over like a like a like a like a like, a, like instead of going to prison in the Philippines. They, they said you can either... If I had the choice. You you either have to go to prison in the Philippines or, or we'll send you to the, the Mars, Mars colony. Mars. But, you know, people are, are going to pay money to go to Mars. I don't think it's going to become like a penal colony. I would do it if it didn't. It like, could be. You know. It could be. A lot of movies suggest it might be a penal yeah. colony. If there was a... Like, that's the problem is the, 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 the no real way back is the... Yeah. John, yeah. You, you know? John Carpenter's we only have enough fuel to get you there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to live and die on Mars now. Hope you live... Right. Like it just—it seems to me, like it seems to me that it becomes a situation where people are starving and killing each other on Mars. Yeah, like and it—it's not going to hopefully, but like it seems like it could. Like mm-hmm. there's a, a way higher chance of that happening in my day to day life if I decide to go to Mars than if I just stay in Montreal and just mm-hmm. just kick it. Let's wrap it up. What else do you want to plug? Yeah, I mean obviously there's a the big show. Chronophator, uh, yeah, 25th. just thank you very much for uh, having me on. Thank and, you for being and, here. Man. Uh, my pleasure. Awesome. And uh, I think it's going to be uh, a great night of music. I'm looking forward to it. Any other shows? Uh, yeah, shows, the, regular nights, no, this on solo shows? Or? No, this is really just the only one I'm focusing on. I mean, I'll, you know, any given Friday or Saturday, you can see me uh, playing with the Snapback Band, just doing my thing. At, and, like, specific uh, spots? or you're Yeah, just... like, I'll be at, uh, I'm at Brutopia yeah. uh, this weekend, but I don't know if it's... Yeah, it's coming up tomorrow. Or when are we airing the podcast? Tomorrow. Well, fuck, perfect. Go. 
yeah, so I'm at Brutopia this Friday, Saturday, and, uh, you know, I'm around. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding. I'm doing my thing. Awesome. Don't, I like, don't stop playing. And through uh, the holidays, anything like... No, just really, I'm just I'm in the studio working on some some new stuff to put out, and uh, and uh, really, the this is the only thing that's taken up all my uh, all people my people would like time. to buy their music. What's the easiest thing for them to do? Oh, I just go on. Uh, I'm on iTunes. I just recently released an EP called "Staying in the Saddle for Rosie." Mm-hmm. It's a five song EP, and uh, I'm put a couple. Of, I think I'm going to put a single out right before the the show um, for people to get a do a free download. And oh, um, your first kids. Pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and fellas. The and well and the the guy that we heard talk about before, the guy that showed up, if there's Andy. A, the Andy Picaro is here uh, as of tonight, Picaro. Thursday. He's here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Go see Andy Picaro. He's awesome. He's from Pittsburgh, and he's going to be a super huge deal someday. Uh, and for now, you can catch him for fifteen bucks at Comedy Works. But so, you won't be able to soon. Soon, yeah, because he's awesome. And come check him out. And oh yeah, and Mike McDonald next weekend. Yeah, you really big deal. Big bad so, Mike McDonald. Uh, we yeah, that'll be that'll be super cool. Wicked. Thanks for coming out, Shane. That was awesome. Thank you Thank very you, much. Shane. Thank you. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?